velkommen. Nå, uh, sure. And now, live from somewhere you don't want to be, it's all the news that makes you wonder what the f*** is going on. It's What the Hell News, only on The Johnny B Show. Oh, feel good. Freestyle Foodie Friday. What do we got for him? Well, I got all food-related yes. news today. How about oh, that? Oh, that makes me so happy. Yes. Something to do now. I'm going to give you the option here of where we start. Right. Okay. I have a scary food story. I have a... Uh, let's Okay, I got a scary one. I've got a gross one. Oh. Or I've got a entertainment news one. Uh, let's go entertainment news entertainment first. Entertainment news for 200, first, Alex. he says. Alright, well, Pig Jig, which I know you were a big fan of and a, and usually a part of, generally judging. Yeah, I'm uh, a, I've been a judge every year since uh, I think the second year it started. Yeah. yeah, well, they announced who, I think last year it was uh, Darius Rucker, right, who was the performer at that, uh, it was, that Pig Jig yeah. there. Uh-huh. Well, this year, the headliner has been announced on Monday, and uh, Grammy Award winning band Lady A will headline yeah, the dude. Tampa Pig Jig in November. Formerly Lady Antebellum. I know. And then they changed her name because it's racist because the Antebellum was, era was racist. I was talking about this today. Um, I was driving in a car with Leah, you know, and we love Pig Jig every year. And I told her about uh, Lady A. And, uh, and I said that. I go, look, it's been two years. Like, this happened in the height of the BLM marches. You know, the, 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 the protesting, and it was like everybody was scattering to try to prove they weren't racist. Everybody. Especially, you know, the entertainment industry. So all these people were, like, taking away names and doing all this stuff. And the Lady A thing was really the, the craziest one because, first of all, Annabellum, I, it's a real reach to tie that to racism. You know what I mean? It's a yeah. very, very – I mean, it's a, it was a time in, in U.S. history that happened to – um, also fall within the same time frame as slavery or something like that. It was very strange the way that went about. But it was just like they were getting out in front of it. Everybody was like, you know what? We don't want that tie-in, so we're just going to make it Lady A. And the problem was there was already a Lady A, and it was a black lady in Seattle yes, that was like an R&B uh, singer. Yeah. And the lady goes, wait a second, I'm Lady A. And they go, oh, well, we're going to sue you for your name now <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Because we don't want to seem racist, so we'll take this black lady's name yeah. instead. Oh, that was one of those ones where I did chef's kiss. Like, oh, yes. that's perfect. That's perfect. But I was saying today, like, all right, it's been two years. I think a lot of people, you know, obviously black lives do matter. I mean, I'm not saying they don't. But I don't even, I don't know how many black people were like, thank God Lady Annabellum changed her name because that was super offensive. I think most Nobody of cared about the hell that. Is, what the hell is Lady You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nobody cared. No. Nobody cared. That was one of those things where it felt like they canceled themselves for no reason. Mm-hmm. And just bring the name back because I think most people, when they see the name Lady A, they just kind of go, ugh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, it doesn't have the same hit that Lady Annabellum had. And we know a. what it means. We know what it means. Right. It would be like a. It would be like there was a white band called the N Words, right? <laughs> yeah, but in, right. But but they changed it to 
the N words. Yeah, yeah. And they go, well, we're not, we're not, the, we're not saying the word out phonetically right. anymore. Now we just call ourselves the N words. You still know what it means. So if you're Lady A, it's it's still Lady Annabellum. You just you just shortened it. Yeah, yeah. Well, words mean things, and and you know you just find another word. The certain words that are banned, you just find another word that means the exact same thing. That's why all this is stupid. But I know, but the sports teams, at least they went from, like, Indians to the Guardians. You know what I mean? Like, they should have went with a totally different name if they were going to do that. They should have went from Lady Antebellum to uh, the Choo Choo Trio or some stupid, like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, just change it to yeah, something totally different. It. Yeah, not steal just, some, some uh, black artist black name Black lady's in Seattle. name! Yeah. Jesus! Yeah. And, you know, I'm not saying, and look, and I'm not crapping on them. For taking the name, they they didn't know they were taking somebody's name when they did it. No, I blame then, them. Screw them. But then when they took the name, they were just like, yeah, "Now we're gonna look, sue you." You're yeah. a local artist in Seattle, and we're like Grammy award winning country artists. Yeah. We're gonna keep this, okay? We got BMG Music Group behind us. We got Sorry. their attorneys behind us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my God! But that, that that's just ridiculous. I just uh, I feel like you know that the, the pendulum is swinging back a little bit. With a lot of this, uh, the the woke stuff and 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 some of the overcorrections, I mean, yeah, I think it it is it's a good thing for society to evolve, you know, and to be better. But when it's just like this, the real crazy overcorrections, and Lady A is a perfect example of it. Yeah, it's it's just crazy. It's so dumb. Yeah. Well, joining and they're a good group. I enjoy them. I've never heard them, but la- joining yeah. Lady A, you got uh, Kit Moore. Which I would argue Great. is a Kip more awesome, more racist name than Lady Annabellum. Kip Moore, uh, ex ambassadors, the <laughs> yeah, Bahamas, good. and Jared Morris will be joining the lineup there with Lady A. Wow, great lineup! Tickets go on sale. They're on sale today. Um, at general admission tickets are at seventy five dollars at ten a.m. You can get it on their website. Go check it out, Lady Annabellum. I'm I'm calling them Annabellum. Uh, they're they're a good group. They've had some great great hits. Um, it's two guys and a gal, and they're they're very very talented. And you would recognize some of their music, maybe guaranteed, probably. Yeah, no, I mean I know hits. they're very popular. Uh, the uh, I need you now. That's like their big big hit. You would recognize that one. Stand Look by. I'll be honest. Yep. Let's see. YouTube.com. Very popular song. Lady A, and what's what's it called? <laughs> uh, I need you now. I need you now. Yeah. Right, here we go. Very popular. It was a crossover. They made a pop version of it. Took out the uh, violence. Okay. Need you uh-huh. now. They don't curse yeah. or anything. They don't say the N word. No, they're they're a sweet little country band. Okay. You know this song. Not yet. It's kind of a slow build. Got that little dialogue on the phone in the beginning. Yeah. It's very sweet. So much. It's about a couple that you know they've been split up for a little while, but they're they're out drinking, thinking about each other. You know. Oh, I've been there. Oh, we all have. Can it'll I get, skip? It'll get to it in a second. Okay. You'll see, and you'll be like, "Oh yeah, that one." Picture perfect memories scattered all around the floor. God, she sounds so racist. Picture Diane trying to wanting to call Pippin. Oh my God! The ringing a bell yet? Not yet. All right, wait. For, the chorus is coming right now. Can I skip ahead a little bit? No, no. Here okay. comes the chorus right, right now. All right, here it comes. It's a quarter 
I mean, vaguely a little bit. Yeah, it's a, it's a smash hit. I mean, it has 509 million plays on YouTube, so I, I know yeah, it's a big dude. hit, but... Yeah. Okay. All right, yeah. well, great. You know. Uh-huh. Hey, that's yeah. what's up. I'm glad you stopped it, because they do just start spitting oh, out racial Lord. slurs in the second verse. It's Thank unbelievable. God. They go through, like, five different ethnic groups. It's a... Uh, it's uh, pretty an- anti-Semitic, too. It's oh pretty bad. God. <laughs> <laughs> my God. My Gasp. God. Oh, my. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, yeah, so that's cool. Pig Jig's awesome. I don't know if I'm going to be able to go this year. What? What? Yeah. Uh, because uh, that's in the seven-week period of uh, annual enrollment, where oh. I'll be probably working six, six seven days a week. Crud. Yeah. I mean, you never know. I might drop more beans on myself and lose my mind and not do that kind of work anymore. So we'll see. Who knows? Yeah. Um, Sam's Club is uh, hosting its first sampling event for members since the start of the coronavirus pandemic tomorrow, Saturday. Wow. Costco's already been back doing it. Oh, well, this event will be held from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. at Sam's Club stores. The tasting event will feature more than double the usual number of samples normally offered on a Saturday. Samples include 18 new food items from Sam's Club Members Mark brand. Samples will include appetizers like pineapple jalapeno popper dip and nice. uh, main dishes like Hawaiian-style chicken teriyaki and Hell desserts yeah. like a uh, churro colossal cookie. Wow. It's going to be a madhouse at Sam's Club tomorrow. Oh, my God. Health, uh, health-focused food like smoothies and protein shakes will also be available to sample and uh, you can go to their website to find out more info. There you um, go. Just Google Sam's Club. Yeah, we have uh, both Costco and Sam's Club. Uh, Leah likes to hit both of them on a shopping spree. You know how it is. Because uh, some of you know, one of them has uh, things that the other one doesn't have, and uh, vice versa. And it is a it is a bit of a difference. So, like, like Sam's Club, you could tell is like Walmart. They they're owned by Walmart, right? Sam Walton. Mm-hmm. And then Costco. I don't know who owns them, but it's almost like Costco is the target of big oh, box better. and Walmart or Sam's Club is the Walmart. Like you could tell even like the class of people, it seems to be a little more blue collar at the Sam's Club, mm. you know, mm-hmm. a little more uh, white collar at the Costco, if you know what I'm saying. I do. Yeah. Okay. It says, Which I'm uh, fine. I, I, I get along with both, both classes very well. I think Costco is just Costco. Like, there's no, yeah. you know, like, Walmart owns... Uh, yeah, no parent company. Yeah, no parent company. Yeah. That's right. What about BJ's? Okay. How do you feel about BJ's? Wholesale club, I mean. Uh, I love them, and I wish, <laughs> uh, you know, somebody would tell Leah that. Um, I, I I think I've been to one once with a guest pass, but I I don't even remember for how good it was or how bad it was, you know. Okay. Yeah, I, I people like it. Let's see if they have a parent company. BJ's Wholesale Club parent company is uh, Waban, spun off into BJ's to become an independent company. Yeah. Okay. So I think at one yeah. point they were an Australian uh, company? I don't know. Who knows? That's dumb. Just a bulk food store. I like Who BJ's. BJ's is my favorite. Okay. Is there so one in St. Pete? Know? Do you go? I don't know. Okay. I've never I mean, been I'm, to one. I'm a, I'm a fan of BJ's, too. I think most people would say they like BJ's. I love them. Yeah, oh, I think BJ's yeah. are the best. I do, too. They have the best selection. Uh-huh. They're, they're, I will say this. Yeah. 
They don't suck. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that lady Annabellum, though. God. Can't wait. Oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. All right. Let's get to the gross story. I've been saving this one all week. This is very yeah, yeah. disturbing, and it rings ah, just just bells of my friend who one time told me that he was a assistant manager at Arby's in, uh, in uh, high school, and one time he um, took a doo-doo in um, the bathroom and then scooped it out with uh, a fryer basket and then why? fried the doo-doo in oil. Oh, my God. And I always hoped that he was lying, that he didn't really do that, and he was just a stupid high schooler trying to be funny. But yeah. I really honestly feel like he did do that, yeah. and it disturbs me because he probably wasn't the only one. You know what I mean? Oh, Christ. Well, an Arby's manager allegedly uh, urinated in a milkshake. At the oh. fast food eatery for its his own sexual gratification on at what? least two occasions. Yeah, his name is Stephen Sharp. He was uh, investigated for child pornography. Admitted oh, to God. police that he enjoyed relieving himself in the restaurant's milkshake mix while working as a night manager at a Vancouver, Washington location. Thank no. God that this happened at least pretty much as far as you can go away Ooh. from the Tampa Bay area, on and stay like. Without passing an ocean, you know what I mean. Unbelievable. But you know he's not the first one. No, I I heard stories from different places too. I uh, one of my brothers used to work at a Taco Bell, and he said that they would uh, not him, but other employees would uh, make pee pee in the guacamole once in a while. Ugh. Yeah, I mean that's just you would think as a, like if you have any sort of empathy, you know, to know like I might be on the receiving end of this someday where somebody karma, yeah. Like, I, I don't want to, you know, ingest people's PP. you know? That's not my bag. I'm not into that. <laughs> I want to hear from people that have done bad stuff to food. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would like to. I, I want to well. hear those stories. You should do a well, forgive me, daddy, for that. Yeah, and we'll give you an anonymity. Yeah, that word. You know, we won't tell people who you are. Okay. And, and Will, you can put the voice changer on them. All right, I, I got yeah, that handy go. right Perfect. here. Well, just to finish this story out, no other employees at the East Vancouver Arby's location are believed to have known about the manager's fetish for urinating in the shape mix. Uh, Sharpen was charged with four counts of possession of depictions of minors engaged in sexually explicit conduct, four counts of dealing uh, depiction of minors engaged in sexually explicit conduct, and assault. Police are still investigating a library of illicit images on his devices. Jeez. Well, he sounds like a good person. You yeah. Know? Well, I just, you know, some people make mistakes. I'm shocked that a guy like that would do something dirty to a milkshake, you know? Yeah, it just doesn't seem like I mean, that would happen. How's that sexually gratifying, though? Um, well, I mean, if you look on, there's certain videos you can find involving, you know, that PP. Oh, and, ooh, God. I mean, people like, how's that a fetish? I don't know. I mean, I don't get it personally, but. Uh, you know, it's definitely a thing, for sure. Water sports, so I believe they call it. Yeah. Uh, nope. Nope, nope, nope. I remember a long time ago, a girl asked me if I was into that. And I was like, "Don't if you do that, we will fight. You know what I mean? Like, if you... If you oh, she want to do it to you? Yeah, something like that. Okay. Yeah. Or and you I do it she, to her. I think she wanted both, but she was, like, uh, saying that she wanted to go first, you know, to kind of uh. let... To show me that it's kind of fun. And I was like, I'll beat you up in my apartment. I will, we'll fight. And it's not going to end well. Yeah, I wouldn't want it done to me. But honestly, I'd probably do it 
if a chick was really into it. What? I would like you would do it. I would do it to them. I don't want it done no. to me. I don't I mean, know if I even could. I don't I've even done, know if I could. I've done other, you know, stuff that yeah. comes out of there on them. I got What's that. The yeah, a lot, a lot. What's the difference? You know, I can't pee if somebody's standing next to me in the bathroom. You know what I mean? Like, how am I going to do yeah. that? Well, you know, I guess. Weird. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, how, it, how would you respect that person afterwards? Oh, I wouldn't. I'd be like, you're garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Are you supposed to go have Applebee's after that? I mean, uh, that's come on. exactly what we would do. We'd be like, <laughs> yes, we're going to Applebee's now. That is what you deserve. Get the Cheeto uh, yeah. Buffalo boneless wings or whatever and have a yeah. dollar margarita and shut up. I got pig. your loaded fries, you dumb pee face. Yeah. Make her wear a, a freaking leash. <laughs> Take her leash like, a piggy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, yeah man. It's horrible. I know. A uh, food truck exploded at a seafood festival in Florida last weekend, oh, leaving no. one person severely burned. The food truck was part of the Vero Beach Seafood Festival held at the Riverside Park in, uh, in Vero Beach. The burn victim was airlifted to Orlando Regional Medical Center, and uh, police didn't offer any information about the victim or her injuries. No other injuries were reported. That seems like it's a thing that should happen more. Because those yes. food trucks, I mean, they got all this. First of all, I mean, it's a vehicle filled with gasoline. And right. then you have, like, propane. You got flames. Fa- flames. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised it doesn't happen more. Hot grease. Yeah. Yeah, it does seem like it's a ready-made bomb if you're not careful. Yeah. Well, this lady survived, thank goodness. But uh, very Florida thing to happen there with that food yeah. truck. Yeah. What do you think about, are you a burrito man or a taco man? Or are you like both? Or which do you prefer? When it comes to Mexican food? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you would call a burrito or a taco Mexican food, but... Um, it is. Know, a taco Tex-Mex. and a burrito? Yeah, I guess. Technically, yeah. I mean, um, yeah, because I, I saw the history on how the tacos were made re- recently, and it was, uh, you know, it's not a Mexican thing. It was like these these ladies were working in the United States, like in San Diego, and they would go back and forth from ta- from Mexico, and they... They created the taco somehow to feed the people that were traveling back and forth and uh, with uh, some, uh, you know, some tortillas that, that, that they used and it just got real popular. It's it's really an American dish. Yeah. Um, it really depends what kind of mood I'm in. I think if I had to, like, only have one of them, mm-hmm. the burrito, I yeah. think is, uh, it's better. You get you get all that stuff all wrapped up in this little, little, little package, you know? Right. And I really prefer it as a chimichanga where you deep fry that burrito. Oh, know? that's good, yeah. I yeah. think I would prefer just a regular burrito. I like it because it's it's all, like you said, all in one thing. And it's like three or four tacos in one. Yeah. So you don't have to like, have, eat a taco. And, you know, ideally, it doesn't fall out the bottom. Of course, that sometimes does. And sometimes mm. it falls apart. It, like, splits at the seams. But a, a group of engineering students at Johns Hopkins University unveiled a groundbreaking and mouth-watering invention called the Tasty Tape, an edible adhesive to keep all of your favorite ingredients tucked inside burritos and wraps. Wow. Pretty smart. Yeah, they came up with the idea at the beginning of the semester, and then she uh, built uh, her burrito and uh, struggled to keep her meal intact. So she got this uh, idea to make this tape. And uh, Tasty Tape is made of an edible adhesive comprising a food-grade fibrous scaffold. 
whatever a scaffold is. I don't know. I mean, I wonder what the texture's like and all that. And, and once you bite through the tape, wouldn't your burrito fall apart then? It's like, you know, unwrapping a Christmas present. Right, 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 right. It's, it sounds really dumb the more I think about it. No, I think it's good. It, uh, it's, it said it has to be separated from wax paper and wet thoroughly before being stuck to the corn tortilla, flour wrap, mm. or gyro. Gyro mm. you can't wrap up, though. I guess you can kind of tape it at the bottom. It's like a, it a gyro's like a big clunky taco big taco but yeah. with like lamb meat and tzatziki and stuff oh that's my favorite it's pretty good if you get if you a good a good gyro is really hard to compete with you get them thin sliced onions and you know they, they pickle them in a little olive oil and some dill and then you get all, all that, that yogurt sauce and oh, and, uh, and cucumbers Yum. and uh, Feta oh cheese. God! Oh yeah! I like uh, if you're ever in Pasadena, part of St. Petersburg. I guess it's Pasadena on its own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a place called Spiro's. It's a little oh, market. Yeah. Spiro's it has the best gyro meat in the world. I bet. Yeah. So good. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. The 11th annual Cuban Sandwich Festival returns to Ybor City this month. Yeah, uh, I'm supposed to be a judge for that one. I, they reached out to me. i got to get back with them. Oh, man. The 11th Hell Annual yeah. International Cuban Sandwich Festival takes place on May 29th from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. It's free to attend. However, those looking for the VIP experience can purchase those tickets online. Those tickets include uh, access to exclusive VIP area and a sampling of the Cuban Sandwich Contest entries and refreshments. Um, it's at Centennial Park there in Ybor City. Awesome. Yeah, that's where it was last time I was a judge there. And yeah, I definitely got to get back there. I was a judge about three years ago and it was fantastic. Um, yeah, I got, that'll be a cheat day. Cheat meal. Oh, it's right there. Be, where's your favorite uh, Cuban in the area? Oh, God. There's so many good ones. Uh, my favorite is uh, Michelle Faedos. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's actually, she's actually uh, uh, Tampa, Tampa Cuisine. I, I can never pronounce it right, but. She went to high school with me, and she's a, a Tampa girl, her and her husband, Robbie. Uh, they're actually in the courthouse the restaurant is now, downtown. So you got to go downtown to get it. But their Cubans are just off the charts. But there's so many good Cubans, man. West, You got West Tampa uh, Sandwich Shop. I was over there recently, um, you know, about three months ago. Their, their Cubans are legendary. Uh, even Obama used to go there and eat Cubans when he came to town. It was it, They're really good. I mean, but... There's a ton of them, man, from La Segunda to the Columbia to Bercados to uh, the Bodega. Michelle Fuedos is the favorite? Yeah, definitely my favorite. Yeah, she's so good. I got to try that one. I've heard you talk about her before. I think mine is, um, as of right now, and I haven't had a Cuban sandwich in a while, but I guess I would have to go with, um, oh, my God, what's the place downtown? Downtown St. Pete. Bodega? Bodega. Yeah. Bodega is really good. Very good. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, people advertise a Cuban, but it's not really a Cuban. It's similar, but it's not. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.